Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. If you will indulge us for one second, just want to repeat for those that are just now tuning in, Arkansas and the world of baseball lost another legend today. Little Rock's own Brooks Robinson has passed away. So uh, regardless of whether or not you were a Oriole fan or not, I was an Oriole fan because of Brooks Robinson, and uh, he was so gracious. He came on the show multiple times, and every time we had him on, it was a, a certain delight. So uh, just in case you're tuning in, just wanted to uh, inform you that uh, we're sad to say Brooks Robinson, the legend, has passed away. I think you have those age recorded? 86, I believe. Yeah, 86. Do you have those recorded where someday you could play something? <sighs> I will try to go back through the archives. Not today. You don't have to do no, I, I would have to. This would dictate doing um you know when we're off the air because we we have so many pages we can go through and and then we also have the archives that i don't even have access to so uh i will see because i'm guessing networks are prepared for moments like this mlb network just did a five or six minute tribute to him that was just absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic and um after they he said and they show his interview where the five games of the 1970 World Series where, you know, we remember all those defensive plays. Well, he also hit over 400 in that World Series. And Sparky Anderson, the Reds manager who lost that World Series, said after the series, he said, that guy picks up everything. He said, in my dreams, he said, I said, I, I think if I dropped a paper plate, he would pick it up and throw it at me. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he gets everything. It's just amazing. So it was a, a absolutely beautiful tribute to Brooks Robinson. Who everybody loved. Yes. And again, one of the classiest guys that's ever played the game. Yes. Thank you, Trey, for giving us that moment to uh, pass that along. Um, we didn't get a chance to get your um, – well, this happened after because you had to come on at 4.30 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of Rocket Sanders? How did, you, how did you like the way that he moved around at practice yesterday? Well, they were doing things with him yesterday, and – but – today was more like a lot like he's gonna play saturday i'll just say that he's playing i don't know if he's gonna get 20 20 carries but he's gonna play and be uh heavily involved in the game plan great that's uh that's great news he's ready to go yeah he's ready and that's kind of typical what you see guys you know you you have a player coming off a you know a knee injury he misses some time and then you get him in practice, start working him a little bit, not too heavy, and that's what they did last week, um, which is kind of a pattern that I've seen pretty common over the last 20 years I've been doing this. And then, you know, the goal is if he makes it through that week, all right, let's get him ready for this week. And that's that's what's happened. They did some stuff with him yesterday, but uh, today was way more. So he's ready. And that's good news because yeah. Arkansas, uh, Arkansas could use an All SEC running back uh, against Texas A&M. Um, Hudson Clark and AJ Green uh, were in Green today again. Nothing 
nothing too serious it looks like. And Cam Ball um, was with the first group in fastball, had a Torian Carter today. That doesn't always mean anything. Um, so those are the, uh, the main takeaways today from practice. So how does that change the game plan, would you think, Trey, having well, Lockett available? Yeah, well, I think, you know, Dominion played really well Saturday, obviously. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, if he just – if he'd have popped one off, his, his carry average would have been, you know, he would have looked like he had a monster game. And eventually he will pop one off. He's got speed. I think Dominion, what he brings to the table is a lot of power. And, uh, you know, if there's if he's running into a wall, he can turn that into a three-yard gain. Uh, A.J. is more of the speed guy. If he sees a crease, then he can hit it and go. Uh, but, you know, sometimes there there haven't been a lot of creases, but we've seen what happens when there is one. Uh, but but uh, Dabinion, now that he's – it feels like he's figuring out things a little bit and, you know, where to go, you know, his tracks and, um, you know, where to hit the hole on the pin and pull and, and all of those things and having a little more patience at times too. At, at the same time, it's a, it's a tricky balance. But Dabinion has a lot of talent, and I think the coaches see that. It's kind of why they're – you know, kind of force feeding him a little bit early, even though he wasn't maybe hitting it as well as AJ was at times. Uh, but with, when you bring Rocket into the equation, well, now you have a guy, and I don't know what percentage his knee is right now, uh, but he's got to be feeling a lot better than anybody else on Arkansas's football team uh, who played last week because that's the kind of game where you know, you're just going to get dinged up. And then, you know, there's that aspect of it. You know, how is he going to take a lick? You know, sometimes I think these guys, once you're in it for a while and you're bumped and bruised and stuff, you you know, your pain tolerance <laughs> increases uh, because, you you know, you, you just had so much of it. Um, the body can only take, I guess, so much pain. But uh, I think I think – I think it it's important and you it's almost like you learn it every year that you it's really important even in this day of up tempo spread offenses to establish the run and once you can do that it opens up so much more with the passing game uh, once you're one dimensional then defenses can just tee off on you in the pass game and then you have no dimension and so having Rocket and having Dominion coming on, uh, I think should really help them have a lot of balance Saturday. They have, that is Texas A&M, I think they gave up 144 to yeah. Monroe on the ground. They gave up about the same amount to uh, Auburn, but Auburn was certainly one-dimensional. They, they had, what, 36 yards, I think it was, throwing the football. They were awful at the quarterback position this past Saturday. I'm trying to remember what Miami had in, in regards. Miami had an okay rushing day, but they really threw the ball well. Yeah, um, yeah. Van Dyke had uh, like – they had like 450 yards total offense, and Van Dyke had like 350. So they didn't just have a, a ton of rushing yards, but they also had a kick return for a touchdown in the game, and that's, you know, took away an offensive possession. Um, they had two field goals. I believe, in the game also, two or three on field goal attempts. Uh, but uh, that was the one game. When you look at Texas A&M's stats on defense, I mean, they're they're pretty solid. They're giving up 273.8 yards a game, 17.8 uh, points per game, and that includes, you know, Miami, which, what, they put up 45 total on them? Yeah, something like that, 45, something 34. Like 48, maybe. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Hey, the other thing that's impressive is their third down. 
Uh, they only allow 20% of third down conversions. Mm-hmm. That That's unheard of, 20%. Yeah, that's – that's. I mean, they've got some athletes on that side of the ball. DJ yeah, Dirk is a very good defensive mm-hmm. coordinator, and we know what they have an offensive coordinator. I mean, they, they've got some coaches and they've got some players. It's not going to be an easy one, uh, but I don't know. Trey Hams. I, I, I still feel like Arkansas, but, if they can bottle what they had against Texas A&M, yeah. even with the defense giving up what they did, I still I think that they can go down there and win. I don't – I would not – I don't think Connor Weigman's going to play. Max Johnson, obviously, is as quality a backup as you're going to find. We saw Max Johnson last year uh, against Arkansas. He was the quarterback in that one. I think Haynes King had a – did he have a thumb injury at that point? I think, no, Max Johnson hurt his thumb last year. I think that's what happened. Um, but – Haynes King was maybe unproductive. Then Max Johnson came in for King. And then I believe Johnson hurt his thumb last year. And then Connor Weigman and King kind of finished out the year last year. But, um, you know, they they have two good options at quarterback. Yeah, Johnson looked good last week in relief. Yeah. Weigman. He came in and sparked him for sure. He he threw the long ball very well. Um, Trey, the one move that uh, about concerning Rocket is planting that knee and then making that sharp cut in the basic opposite direction. Do you think that's going to be any kind of question or issue? Well, I don't think if he can if he can't do that, then they're not going to play him. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I could give a good Sam Pittman. Well, <laughs> if we didn't think he could cut, then we yeah. wouldn't play him. Yeah. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Sam. Thank, thank you, Sam. <laughs> Let's talk to Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Well, Trey, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. I should have. <laughs> I should have thought before I spoke. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. So, uh, I, I'll say this. I love Sam. Uh, just from a personal standpoint, I don't know him obviously, but you know this this game, for whatever reason, always seems to be a big game, Trey. And yeah. for how our season's going to go, and I know these next few games after they got to, they they don't get to come back to Fayetteville, I guess, until uh, next year or whenever they get another home game again. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but uh, uh, I'm just saying that uh, this is a big one, and I think with everything that's happened with the whole social media thing, I also think that's ridiculous that people attack people from a. We all know it's ridiculous. I mean. To attack someone and say they're a bad coach or whatever and you don't agree, that's fine. Right. Come on now. Some of this stuff people say, come say it to my face. Uh, you know, it's how I feel. But, you know, it's ridiculous. It's just it's ridiculous, and I hate it. Hey, Trey, I heard on the uh, on your thing the other night, uh, the dude dropped the S-ball a few times yeah. right in front of you. Like, dude, would you shut up? I'm live right now. I, I thought I was yeah. a little <laughs> – anyway, I was a little worried about you there, but – uh. No, because uh, they were LSU fans, right? That that went past. You. Yeah, but he was just he was just walking, talking to his friend. I mean, there's news stations all over there doing live shots and stuff, and he's just uh, just being Let completely self-absorbed and oblivious <laughs> to anything else that's happening that anybody else has going on. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's but anyways, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get off here. But yeah, that's my thing, sir. I think this is a big one, and you know, just yeah. because for the psyche of this team, because I think that's where I'm coming from. So anyway, y'all have a good one. Thank you, Charlie. Arkansas is, what, 1-10 in, in the last 11 against Texas A&M? Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the last six games have all been decided by 10 points or fewer. We know there's plenty, you could even going farther back, that there's uh, overtime games and yep. just very, very narrow losses. We know how last game played out. Guys, if you remember oh last gosh. game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, KJ, and we've seen throughout the season, KJ does things that are remarkable. So I guess it's not that big a surprise that he thinks he can jump from 12 feet out into the end zone <laughs> after some of the other things we've seen him do. But that was a huge turning point in that game. It resulted in, what, a 97-yard handoff touchdown by the defense. And the game changed. In Arkansas, it took them a while, and they eventually did recapture the momentum. Arkansas would have driven down and scored a touchdown to win that game and taken the clock down if not for a bad snap. A second and five. I believe it was second and five. And nobody really talks about that. They talked about the field goal. Biggest play of the game. Right. Second and five, you're, they're just moving it straight down their throat, yeah. kind of like yeah. what LSU did to Arkansas last weekend. And then you get a bad snap, and suddenly a second and five turns into a third and 15. And that's why Arkansas had to schedule, settle for a field goal. And I've heard people talk about that game and reference it as in, you know, that's why Arkansas loses stuff because they, they play for the field goal and stuff like that. That's not what was happening at all. They got a bad snap, and they had to settle for a field goal because they were in third and 15. And unfortunately, went off the top of the upright. I've never seen that happen before, the literal tip top of the upright, mm. uh, and was no good. And that's kind of how the series has been against Texas A&M since 2012. You're right. Yeah. Uh, let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. Trey, what's the defense to push for Texas A&M? How many sacks they have this year? And I'll get off here. Appreciate it. How many sacks does Texas A&M have this year? Correct. I'd have to look it up. I can look it up real quick. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> well, can... say. All right, Trey, if you can, if you can Google and listen at the same time. Yeah. Uh, this from they're, Joe. They're averaging 3.3, so multiply that times four. Yep. It's uh, 13 a game. Okay. I mean, 13. They've made 13 sacks. Arkansas has made 14. Yeah. Okay, Trey, while you're Googling, I'll go ahead. Oh, he's got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, from our Asher. From our Asher. Number four in the SEC. <laughs> from our, our Asher. <laughs> Record service company, live fan feedback. Joe says, Trey. Would love to get Rocket back, but he can run laterally down the line too much sometimes. Got to get upfield, almost like what DeBinion does more sometimes. Yeah, DeBinion figured it out, You know, I think, you know, with hitting it. And the thing you have to guard against with a guy coming in and he's anxious to get out there is, hey, get three, four yards and then worry about it, you know. Like, don't try to hit a home run on every single play, and that is something that you run into. You, we see it with offenses all the time where a hurry-up, up-tempo offense is used to putting up a lot of yards and a lot of points and stuff, and the defense is, um, you know, the other the other team's offense is, is slow, methodical. They're keeping them on the sideline. The defense puts them in a three and out, and then they feel that sense of urgency to get out there and do something big, and they end up messing themselves up. I think that happened a little bit against Kent State with Arkansas's offense. And it can happen, you know, on a smaller level with individual players. So that is something that Sanders has to guard against and get three, four yards, put yourself in a good situation on first down, after first down, stay ahead of the chains. Uh, but then, you know, after you get three or four, then worry about 
then worry about the rest of it trying to hit a home run. But you got to get that first bit. If you remember against Western Carolina, that was his issue. He was dancing. Yes. He was going side to side trying to hit that home run. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he had 12 carries, only like 48 yards, something like that. Uh, yeah. You had a- big expectations after a big year. Yeah. I mean, it, it reminds me of, you know, going back to Cedric Cobbs. I'll never forget reading in that Hootens magazine after his freshman year that he wanted to be 6'4 and run a, a 4'2, or excuse me, weigh uh, yeah. 240 pounds and run yeah. a 4'2. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, and I was young guy then, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in college still. And I was remember thinking, oh, that's ambitious. And uh, I kind of felt like that's what happened to him that year. He felt like he had to go out and win the Heisman on every run. You're right. Let's talk to Joe. Joe, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I just was going to uh, throw some irony in here for you guys. If uh, Arkansas gets with A&M and they, their ability to do what they did last week and they, they run the score up and make it, make it a blowout, that'd be a dream. And then on top of that, we could help uh, Bobby actually get another head coaching job. Uh, he's waiting in the wings for Jimbo to get run off. Arkansas could help drive that nail. I I just want to put that out there. And uh, I know there's a lot of money at stake, but uh, maybe we could get that thought process going for him, help Bobby out. And, and you're, Thank you, you're Joe. Saying it, there's a lot of money involved. We would force A&M to pay $77 million to fire a coach, but you think that would lower their their uh, bank account at all? Oh, it bankrupt them, yeah. Million? Right. Yeah. They'd get over it. Um, so Texas A&M plays Arkansas this weekend, and then they get Alabama after Arkansas, and then they're <clears> at Tennessee. My gosh. And then, yeah, and then they get South Carolina, which is capable, and yep. then it's at Ole Miss. I mean, so they've got a stretch kind of like Arkansas does. They've got a stretch. And <clears throat> it's a tough I, stretch. Somebody asked for my, like, bizarre, not almost bizarre, but, like, wild prediction at the beginning of the season, and my prediction was, again, it was a wild, like, huh. prediction, not like I really expect it, but this stretch coming up with Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, and then at Ole Miss, if, he, if Jimbo has a really bad stretch during this and they go to Ole Miss and they get a bunch of points hung on them and lose, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. I mean, again, it's a wild prediction at the beginning of the season. But if that happened, you know, you could see some kind of midseason type of firing. Like if if he had a really awful stretch there, and then who would be the interim coach? Hmm. Would it be <laughs> yeah, Petrino? Right. Well, I can tell you. Do they, they have, have an associate head coach right now? And then you get, hey, then you get, well, you've had associate head coach in the past that haven't been elevated to interim mm. head coach. But then you get. Mississippi State, Petrino wins. Uh, Alcorn, was it Alcorn State? ACU, who is that? Well, whoever that is, they'll win. Yeah. Abilene and then Christian. You get, Abilene Christian, yeah. And then you get uh, at LSU. And LSU, who may have – I actually predicted LSU would win the SEC Western Division, and so in my prediction this was like part of it. Yeah. Um, LSU has already got it wrapped up. They kind of cakewalk, and then Bobby Petrino and Texas A&M beat LSU and then becomes the fan favorite to take over the permanent position. That was my wild wow. 
Well, prediction that, for the season. Let's just say this. I just hope Arkansas beats A&M, and if the rest of that happens, fine. But that's that's the big thing is Arkansas yep. needs to beat Texas A&M, and they can. And you mentioned earlier about they have and great they athletes on yep. defense. So did LSU. And, yep. and yet Arkansas you know, did very well against them. Yeah, Arkansas had to soften them up, and yeah. they did. They yeah. stuck to the game plan, which was – and they didn't put up a ton of rushing yards, only 137, but – they were th- getting three yards the first yeah. quarter, you know, and then they're starting to get six, and then they're starting to get eight, you know. Um, they just soften up. You just keep slamming into that wall. You can't. That's why you can't abandon the run, even though it's not working for you. You got to keep. You got to keep at it because you, know, you can. You can soften up a defense. Texas A&M did it to Arkansas too. Yes. <clears throat> All right, Trey. Yeah. Or excuse me, LSU. Unless you did it to Arkansas, too. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey yep, Media, hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue.